1: Pie today? Yes,
2: yes, yeah, I won! woo So that's a yes on the
1: apple
2: pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone! Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games, yeah. So
1: yes or no on the apple pie? Woo!
2: Ha ha! I won again!
1: I'll take that as a yes. Drive
2: around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five, high five casino. casino.
3: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning.
2: Terms and conditions apply. You ready to check your feelings at the door?
1: Check it out. Check it out.
2: This is, am I Reister or am I wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth now. Am I Reister or am
0: I wrong? Am I Reister or am I wrong? i'm george reister he is ralph amsden and thank you guys for joining us where the intersection where sports business society and pop culture meet the truth facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door no bs is allowed we keep it 100 and if you guys want to hit us up we will continue to respond to your emails and text messages as well. 818-293-7547. 818-293-7547. Or you can shoot us an email. I'm mad at unafraidshow.com. Make sure you listen to us as well on the Pac-12 Apostles Podcast. Me on Fox Sports Radio. Sundays 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific. And uh, Mad Dog Sports Radio. Monday through Friday. 10 p.m. Pacific as well. So... Today, we have Albert Pujols gets designated for assignment. Did he deserve better from the Angels? Did they miss an opportunity to give him a send-off like we've seen other baseball players get? The Bills have are going to be mandating vaccinations for their players. And if you don't get it, you may be fired, a.k.a. cut. Chris Paul is the NBA MVP. Hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> and Shohei Ohtani is an absolute savage in the best of social media. And, of course, cancel or consequence. So uh, since we uh, I hope that you guys really enjoy the episode on Wednesday with with Rachel Luba it was fantastic, MLB agent. So go back and listen to that if you did not tune into it. Um, but I guess we'll start today with something that's really not very, very funny because we have been keeping up very closely with Ralph's saga in North Carolina. And if you guys can see his face, it's not the usual jipper energetic face uh the uh the money pit is defeating ralph at this point in point in time
1: you are correct i didn't know we were gonna talk about this hellhole so (laughs) let me uh let let me get in just like uh scientifically let me remove all human emotion uh from from what's going on and explain it so we had a few people come through the house today. A few like professionals learn a trade. By the way, don't go to college at this point. Don't go to college. <laughs> Just don't. Don't. Sorry I to come fix your house. Oh my god! Like I'm still tens of thousands of dollars in debt because I spent four years reading Beowulf and now i don't make enough money with my literature degree to be able to pay somebody who is just an electrician at 18 years old so unless you were a college athlete go learn a trade please like come on now uh, and and even then like I know a trade uh i'm like I grew up a painter and everything like that but i'm not i'm not trying to go out and paint other people's houses um i gotta paint this one first after it gets completely demoed Uh, basically like the ground underneath is sinking we need joists i think that's what they're called installed at all so that's not fun uh we need the whole crawl space redone that that's pretty awful um we have two hvac units for the 3200 square foot home We need to add one and replace one. So we need two brand new HVAC units. And then for the one working one, the ducts in the entire home need redone because they're the originals from 1973. Uh, So that's not great. And then we had an electrician come out today, which is the one I was really afraid of because the way the home is wired just seems like whoever lived here before just made all the worst decisions in the entire world. And and just kind of like, tried to do it himself or got somebody to, we've had a lot of problems actually getting contractors to come out to our home because when they come out to our home, they're like, well, we've been to this address before and we never got paid. So people don't want to come work for us because of the person that lived here before us. What? Yeah, we were on, we, the 13th pool company that we called was the first one to come out. Yeah. And that cost us $5,000. So anyway, uh, the electrician that came out said, hey, did you get my number from the previous tenant? Um, and we said no. And he said, oh, because he said he was going to give you my number. And we were like, why? And he walks us around to the backyard. Oh, so he already knew where the problem was. Uh, oh, he knew. He, he said, I know where all your problems are. I've been here. I gave him a quote. And he never called me back. And then when I reached out to him, he said, we're moving. I'm going to give your number to the next people that are coming in. This is all stuff the inspector missed, by the way. How? Which is somebody dude, how who you pay to he, let you know. How can
0: the inspector yeah, no, miss that?
1: I don't know. That
0: seems I
1: very I I don't have very many positive things to say about whoever I am resisting the urge to learn that person's name right now because I think once I once I know it it's going to be committed to memory for a real long time so you're gonna go full full Ralph Amsden on him right you know me so I'm right now I'm just happy to not know who it is and just be mad at the void uh but anyway we walk around to the backyard and he points down at the ground underneath the gutter um the the drainage pipes that are coming down from the gutter. And he said, you have an exposed wire in the grass on the ground. Yeah. And uh, and Aaron was like, well, my kids have been playing out back here all month. And he's like, well, that's not good because if they step on this, it could kill them. And the previous owner of the house, his name's Cedric. I know his name. <laughs> he said, uh, <laughs> I told, I told Cedric that if he steps on this, it could kill him and it's still out here. And so, you know, that you're putting my kids, uh, putting my kids in danger. So you is not something that I'm not too happy with Cedric, George. Um, and then he picked the wire up off the ground and it burst into flames. Right in front of my wife. And I'd sent you a picture. I actually yeah. sent you a picture of the exploded um, wire. And yeah, so it's been like all that happened this morning. <laughs> all right. of that happened this morning. I, so I it's would've... just like. I don't, I don't even know who to be mad at right now. I'm just like kind of, a cause I was already, I was here for a month without my wife. My wife came in with my daughter. So I already knew I was like, oh, this is going to be a lot more work than we had bargained for, but it's work that I think we can handle. Now we're finding stuff that wasn't on the inspection report. We paid someone, we would not have bought this place if the inspection report was accurate. Right. Like exposed wiring strewn about the property. That's
0: listen, bro. That's I a am, thing we would want to do. Doing- I am going scorched earth on the inspector and their company. I'm I'm telling you that Scor- scorched earth.
1: Oh, scorched like, earth is what we actually I, have out back right now, thanks to the exposed wires.
0: I'm, I'm talking about you know New York Rangers uh, hockey versus the the MLB. Um, and if you guys don't, don't know what I'm talking about, there was a fight between a guy, the uh, Tom, this guy named Tom Wilson, who plays for the Capitals. Hit a guy, and then the Rangers came out and just was like, everybody. <laughs> the person in charge of the the rules and discipline, he's not competent doing his job. He needs to be fired. I mean, it was full scorched scor- sure. earth, and so that's what I'm talking about. Uh, but we will start today, though. <laughs> with so we will keep praying for Ralph, and we may have to start him like a a GoFundMe. Or there are tips on Twitter now. You can tip people on Twitter, so you you may need to tip the podcast and then uh, tip me. So my
1: yeah, tip me so my house doesn't tip over.
0: Yeah, and we can continue the (laughs) podcast. Um, (laughs) So uh, Albert Pujols, longtime MLB player, three thousand hits, two thousand RBIs, six hundred sixty-seven home runs, hitting basically three hundred over his career. Uh, he was designated for assignment by the, by the Angels. So did he deserve better from the Angels? He didn't get a send-off, didn't get a chance to wave the crowd g- goodbye. And this all started because they were playing uh, – I, I forget who they were playing, but uh, our pool host was 6-for-9 against that pitcher with two home runs. And they didn't put him in the lineup because they wanted Walker to play first base and Shohei Ohtani – to be their designated hitter as he is pretty much every single night. So he didn't get to play. He was pissed off. He still wants to play. So they basically released him. He wants to continue his career. So did he deserve better from the angels?
1: No, not from the angels. He's been there 10 years, one time all-star. No, they're giving him $30 million a year. It's their fault. They knew that he wasn't going to be able to meet the value of this contract long-term. Um, he's hitting below 200. He, Albert Pujols is one of, if not my favorite player of the last 20 years, but he didn't do anything for the he didn't do. He was an average player over a decade. Yeah. If you had an average player over a decade, no matter what they did before they got to you, which was nine all-star appearances, two World Series wins, Three MVPs and a rookie of the year, not to mention at least two gold gloves and five silver sluggers. Like Albert Pujols was an incredible St. Louis Cardinal. He probably never should have left, but he got a giant payday from the Angels. Good for him. He didn't meet the value of that. And overall, he was an average player for the last decade. I don't see them. I, the unceremonious end, I don't think, takes away from his overall legacy. You still don't like to see it. Like nobody likes to to see yeah. this. But as far as like his overall value to the Angels, it's really not all that much. Someone, You've always brought uh, up the goes fact into that Hall
0: of Fame. Should he go in as an Angel or a Cardinal?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. People shouldn't even. People should look at. People should. This is Albert Pujols' Angels stint is like if Michael Jordan spent 10 years with the wizards. So like it wasn't bad, but it's not what he, it's not at all what he should be known for.
0: So should they, should they even put him in their ring of honor?
1: No, absolutely not. He's no, 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 Mike Trout won three MVPs with Albert Pujols on his team, and I'm not 100% sure they've ever been to the playoffs. No, no. They've been to the playoffs one time,
0: and they got swept 3-0 by the Kansas City Royals, and that was like six years ago. It was like 2014 <laughs> or
1: 2015. Oh, and uh, Albert Pujols, let's see, looking up his stats from that series, he hit 167. So no, so no, nope. Um, that's going to wow, be a no a for dose, me.
0: A dose of reality from from Ralph. I thought that you I were love Albert Pujols, man. Okay, but you you have completely changed my opinion on this subject. He did not deserve better from the from the Angels. They gave him every single thing that he needed, which was ten years, two hundred and forty million dollars. So they gave him the ultimate gift. But if if you're him though in, in retrospect, right? So yes, he's yeah. turned out that he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, all of those things. Was it do you think if he had to do it over again that he would take 8 years, 200 from the Cardinals or somewhere around there or take take the uh, same uh, deal from the Angels?
1: I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe two hundred million dollars in Missouri is the same as two hundred forty million in California. I'm, I'm not sure. I, good, good for him though. He, he, all I know is this: he hit, um, he hit over three hundred every year but one for the Cardinals. Yeah. And the one year that he didn't, the one year that he didn't was a little bit weird because he finished fifth in the MVP voting, but didn't make an All Star game and batted two ninety nine. So we can round up. But we basically say, he hit 300 or better every single year for the Cardinals. Yeah. He played 10 years for the Angels. Do you know how many times he hit over 300 for the Angels? In 10, ten years, probably five. Zero. No, he didn't. So how did he finish with a 298 average? Because he was very good against the National League. <laughs> very good. He hit, he hit, dude, you have to understand Albert Pujols was on my very first fantasy baseball team 20 years ago. I picked him up on the waiver wire, like one weekend and rode him to a championship. He hit 329 as a rookie. <laughs> he won rookie of the year. He hit better than 329 in his third year, fourth year, fifth oh, year, God. sixth year, eighth year. I mean, he was, he he was on un- real oh, for the dude, Cardinals he piled and
0: that's up not- enough of oh see he piled up enough stats to like with 329s, 359s, 331s, 357s to to combat all these oh my gosh his batting average went down pretty much every single year he was with the Angels
1: except for 2016. Yep, he hit over 34 home runs in a season 10 times. 10 times for the Cardinals. George, how many times did he hit over 34 home runs in a season in a decade with the Angels? Once. 2014. Right. Right. And in that season, he was doing it all with nobody on base. It was a very bizarre season, and it was the first season that his average really took a massive dip, but he did make an all-star game. It was his only all-star appearance as an Angel. So he was, he was an average to above-average player for the Angels. He was an all-time great for the Cardinals. And when I say all-time, I mean – the rest of it was just kind of stat padding, you know, he existed completely outside of the steroid era. Um, what makes him even better is that he was like a 13th round pick out of Maplewoods community college in Kansas city. So he was already in Missouri, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, the guy is just awesome. I mean, I always wondered if his age was really his age because you always have to. add I, I hope that's not coming off as like prejudice or anything. But when when you have like eight different players who have been caught having lied about their age, you always wonder: Is Albert Pujols forty three or forty one? Or if regardless he's of that, oh, kind of kind of like Manute bowl
0: where <laughs> right? where he was like sixty playing in the NBA.
1: Yeah, and again, Albert Pujols. Like looked forty five as a twenty two year old, right? So we don't know, Um, or 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 you can you can take it for face value, but I do. uh, My question is this: in the all time great conversation, where does he belong? Because he is, I mean, just with his statistics alone, they're only the. I think I don't think anybody besides Barry Bonds has more than three MVPs. His teammate is one of them, Mike Trout, A. Rod. Mike Schmidt, Mickey Mantle, Yogi Bear, Roy Campanella, Joe DiMaggio, Jimmy Fox, all three-time MVP winners. Yep. So he's already in that. He's second all-time in intentional base on balls with 313. That's still 365 less than Barry Bonds in the number one he spot. He did this in such a see, – see, that's a question because he did it in
0: such a short period of time, right? He did it in 10 years, yeah. and then after that, he was, you know, like – not too many wins above replacement after that, right?
1: So he led the he led the league in wins above replacement in 05, 06, 07, 08, and 09. And as far as active players, this is the this is the craziest Albert Pool stat. As far as active players, current active players, he's still number one for career wins above replacement. Even more so than Mike Trout. And and because he's got and almost a hundred. He, he hasn't
0: had a wins above replacement in above, well, in the positive, well, sorry, as one or 0.4 or better. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that since 2016, like every other year has either been so 17, 18, 19, 20 and 21 were either negative or 0.3 or her or below. So, okay. I, so he's so fifth I think all time in from, doubles.
1: Yep, he's fifth all time in doubles. He's fifth all time in home runs. He's third all time in. He's sixth in home runs, uh, right? RBIs. I have hold on. I have him at fifth behind. He is six sixty seven. So he passed Willie Mays last year. He is nineteen twenty. He's twenty nine behind a rod. And then you have the three over 700. Oh, he is fifth.
0: Yeah, no, you're 100% right. Yeah, so,
1: all right. So, for for me. I got another question for you, though. I'm sorry. What is it worth? What is statistical bump? What are steroids worth? 10%? I don't know
0: dude because it doesn't help your hand eye coordination like it, it can help the it, okay see here's the thing that 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 performance and home enhancing drugs do it's not like people focused on the strength and the home runs no it actually helps you stay healthier longer like if you depending on what you take so then you recover faster So then, that means that you're less sore. You have more strength. Like it that that's the main thing is that you can go longer. You can go harder, longer. So, okay. So I'll I'll give you. Okay, so I will. I I will give you that. That's a great
1: point because because that's a really great point because if you look at Barry Bonds up until he's 33, he has three MVP awards. He finished second once, I think. And then at 34, he hits 34 home runs. At 35, he hits 49. At 36, he hits 73. And then from then on out, no one will pitch to him. And he still, for the next three years, averages 45 home runs a year. So if Albert Pujols at age 33 had been able to take something that kept him at the level that he was playing at, in his 20s.
0: Oh, you think that he might have. Oh, oh, okay. So if you give him another 60 home runs, that'll put him. Give him another 60 home runs. He is third all time.
1: Yeah. And, and that's if you, I mean, and that's if you say like 10% bump on his career. But it, even well, then. He's already got 3,200 like, hits. If you
0: give him another bump, dude, he's. <laughs> He's at he hundred he hits almost.
1: Yeah. And, and what's crazy is him and Barry Bonds, like, as far as, as a hitter, kind of the same player. I think they both finished with a 298 career average. they're Like, they're not that different at the plate. The big difference between Bonds and Pujols was Bonds never slowed down. Yeah. And we, and we can talk about why or not talk about why. But Bonds won four straight MVPs from 36 to 39 years old. Okay, so so where do you rank
0: Albert Pujols? Because for because for me, I got Willie Mays, Ken Griffey Jr., A Rod, Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, um, all b- before we even Babe Ruth. And I'm not going to include any any pitchers in this because I don't think it's a fair com- comparison. I mean, all of those guys. Before I even get to Albert Pujols, as great as he was, it wasn't like over the course of his career. Like when you look at the last 10 years of the of the Angels, you didn't get as much of that greatness. Like it was kind of average play. So but if like if you were just judging his first 11 years with the with the Cardinals, he'd be a top 10 player. One 100 percent. But I think that when you look at everything in total, because mind you, he's in his 21st season. You got A-Rod, 22 seasons, Babe, Roof, 22, Barry, 22, uh, Hank Aaron, 23. It, it, you know, so like they, all the greats are are up, you know, 17, 18 and, and above. So, and a lot of them didn't have that slowdown. Like, like let's look at yeah, Hank, sure. Hank Aaron, right? Hank Aaron literally hit, uh, up until he was 39 years old in his, because he played 23 seasons, he hit 40 home runs in his fourth to last season. 40 home runs. Like, he just hit 30, 40 home runs every single year. So, like, the back half of his career was, it wasn't quite as dominant as the early, but he was still very dominant late. So I think that that's where you can kind of take something away from Albert Pujols. But if you look, yeah. look at the first 11, it was, it's it's hard to compare with too many other people.
1: I would put him as the third best offensive player of the, of 2000 and beyond.
0: That's where I'd put him. Okay. So who would you put in front of Barry? And- Barry and
1: probably his teammate. Oh, Trout. Yeah, you I put would him above. Put A, A Rod in front of him? No, I put him above A Rod. I put him above A Rod. Um, he's better defensively. And I mean, it helps that he played the position for his whole career. Player. Yeah, you're right. This whole thing's so weird, George, because in any other sport, we'd be like going straight to championships. And Pujols has two championships. Yeah. Which yeah. would technically should be able to set him apart from a lot of these other guys because he got them in St. Louis where he was the best player. Was A-Rod the best player on the Yankees team that went all the way?
0: Mm, Quite, quite, quite possibly him or uh, him or um, uh, the closer.
1: Oh, Rivera. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: Mariano. Because 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 Derek Jeter's not a better player than him, and ne- neither is like Bernie Williams or a- anybody else on that team. A Rod was the best player on that baseball team.
1: A Rod played in one World Series; they won. He hit two fifty. Yeah. So I mean, and that so if we're just comparing postseason, um, Albert Pujols played in three World Series. Uh, so I mean getting there has to count for something I guess but it's the ultimate team sport where they got swept by the the, the Red Sox um, in his first appearance where he hit uh, he hit 333 in that World Series and then they beat Detroit in five games he hit 200 in that so he, he didn't have a very good series there and then in 2011 when they beat Texas in the seven game World Series he hit three home runs he actually three of his worst, Three of his worst postseason performances were all in the in the World Series, but he did have some really big moments, yeah, especially yeah. to get them there. If you remember, yeah, because he did win an LCS MVP.
0: See, see, this you just brought up an interesting point with the championships, right? Because you have yeah. his teammate Mike Trout. People are like, "Yo, this could be one of the greatest baseball players of all time," and I'm saying, "Well." Legacies are typically made in the postseason, right? Like, that's where legends happen. So we're missing out on some of Mike Trout's potential greatness, and he's not even as valuable to the game as Fernando Tatis, as, you know, as Corey Seager. Right. I mean, like,
1: imagine... And it's just, that's why you... You can't make cross sport comparisons because if we were talking about who the NBA version of Barry Bonds would be, it's Russell Westbrook. Yeah, it's the guy who is in his fourth straight season of averaging a triple double when that was something that had only been done once ever. But nobody's talking about Russell Westbrook is the greatest player of all time. Yeah, and they have the exact same number of World Series and NBA championship yeah, trophies. But the, yeah, but the
0: difference is, is that. Barry Bond's stats were just so un un like nobody can touch them. Like in terms of getting walked with the bases loaded, the amount of intentional walks. It, it, it's sick. Like
1: people feared him that much. So with, with, with I Trump. guess uh, Russell Westbrook had 24 assists the other night for no reason. <laughs> and 21, so it's, and 21 <laughs> rebounds. Dude, he's he, not. No, Russell Westbrook. I just want to touch on Russell Westbrook really quickly because not only is Russell Westbrook about to have his fourth season of averaging a triple-double, and uh, is my mistake, it's four times in the last five years because yes. he didn't do it last year in the, in the he's, shortened he's said, yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be the first person, I think, because I I don't think Oscar Robertson did this. But Russell Westbrook's averaging t- 22, 11 and 11. And I'm not rounding up. It's 11.4 rebounds and 11.4 assists. So it was, and so, it was two
0: games ago, it was two games ago. They said if he scored, if he got zeros in every column for the rest <laughs> of the season, he would still average a triple double. And they had like nine games left. He could put up bagels in nine straight games in every category, and still.
1: And he's in his thirties, right? So yes. because that's the whole thing about Oscar Robertson is everyone talked about how Oscar Robertson averaged a triple double. Well, Oscar Robertson did that at twenty three, and he did it once. Yeah. By the time Oscar Robertson was thirty two, which I'm guessing is around what Russell Westbrook's age, he was averaging 19, 6, and eight. So <laughs> that's well, why I look numbers. at Westbrook and I'm like, this is he's Barry Bonds, but people don't look at it the same way, even though neither one of them is winning. People just say Barry Bonds is the most unstoppable. Like there's nothing you could do about Barry Bonds at all. He's the absolute best. Yeah. If, um, if, if, if the he stats a back at all
0: player, he would be Michael Jordan. He, you, you just can't win all by yourself. You just or can't Wilt, all, I guess, because
1: like didn't, didn't w- Wilt Wilt's only had two championships, right?
0: Yeah, so yeah. Or or even Wilt, yeah. Same same kind of thing. Uh, the next thing up, the Buffalo Bills are going to cut players. Their their general manager Brandon Bean said he would cut players who refused to get the COVID vaccine. I don't know how much I like this, Ralph. Because isn't this headed to where so many people said that they were afraid that you were going to have to carry around a vaccine card to go anywhere? And I understand the idea that, yes, you do have to have vaccines to go to schools. And, you know, if you fly to certain countries, there are mandated mandatory shots or vaccines and stuff like that. I get it. I'm 100 percent aware of all these things. But the idea that to go to a baseball game, basketball game, or even to get a job, like to get a job in entertainment or at any other place that you may have to be required to get a vaccine when this thing was approved so fast, there are. We don't know all the side effects to it. Long-term health consequence, any of that. The same as we we don't know with, with COVID. But everybody's say, oh, yeah, the risks outweigh the rewards. Yeah, they do probably for most people. But there's a segment of the population that is not going to necessarily re- respond well to it. And to mandate it, this feels draconian, if I will use that word.
1: I guess it's not about... It's about the money. What what essentially he's telling his players is, if you cost us money, there won't be money to pay you anyway. So we're going to make sure that we can make our money. And if you stand in the way of us making our money, then we're going to move on without you. Um, it's interesting coming from him after Josh Allen's comments of basically saying, like, look, I don't want to get into this. People can choose what you know. What happens if Josh
0: Allen if, if he doesn't take it? He's not cutting Josh Josh Allen, I tell you that Or he's
1: or he's definitely not cutting Josh Allen. Um, but I mean I get the sentiment. I I think when you go to a cafe and it's like, I don't know, <laughs> let's do a throwback, go to Luby's. And the women that are back there cooking stuff up they got hair nets on yeah right the hair are primarily to keep the hair out of your food Correct. because if you find a hair in your food you're probably not going to come back the hair's not going to do anything to you yeah it, it's it like just, keratin it just right gross. dead cells
0: hey, yeah yeah but it's somebody else's dead cells which is the gross part about it
1: okay but the whole point is like to feel clean You want people to come to your establishment. That's why you clean the bathrooms. That's why you do certain things. People feel clean and comfortable in your setting, which in turn uh, ups the likelihood that they will come back and spend money at your establishment. If people don't feel safe at Bill's games and if – The Bills cost themselves relevance, which they're relevant for the first time in 20-some years. If they cost themselves relevance by losing players to COVID protocols here and there because players refuse to vaccinate, and that stands in the way of them getting where they want to go and them being able to regroup a lot of what was lost last year. With not having concessions and crowds and um, the hotels around the stadiums filled up and all those things, then they're they're basically trying to stop a problem before it starts. It's the hairnet thing. They just want to give people the feeling of safety so that they will be more likely to be around, right, which is could backfire. Is the is the is the funny thing, because there are variants out there and crowds are how these things spread. Um, So you could almost be lulled into a false sense of security. But when it comes to the actual players, it's like, look, if if we can't count on you to be on the field, then what's the point in having you around anyway? I don't necessarily agree with it as a hard and fast rule, because like you said, if Josh Allen doesn't get vaccinated, then guess what? Your rule is out the window. Yeah, because however, I do like setting that precedent of saying, like, we expect you guys to do this because we are a business. End of sentence. We are a business. he,
0: He said it's it's because he doesn't want the inconvenience. Basically, he doesn't want the inconvenience about. About, you know, everybody having to wear masks inside of the arena. I'm sorry, inside of the practice F- facility, them having to do some of the protocols. That's what he doesn't want to deal with. So, you know, I, I get it, but it, it feels weird to, to me. And my, mind you, this is not saying I'm not going to take the vaccine or anything like that. It just feels weird to mandate it to to people. Like this is where I'm I'm on my, um, where I'm on my. Uh, like like free speech, free that I'm a free person in America stands, dude. Does
1: it give you more sympathy for the people who said that exact same thing about masks? when they said, like, hey, you're not making me wear one of those things. Like, no. you can't make me. That's not the same damn
0: thing, dude. Wearing a mask is totally different than requiring somebody to wear a mask in a pandemic is not the same thing as requiring somebody to get a vaccine, dude. Vaccines have side effects. You're putting a foreign substance in your in your body and it's required that's a difference
1: but the mask people said they said like you're obstructing my ability to to breathe you're lowing, lowering my oxygen levels they said that even if ma- <laughs> this was my favorite one uh, because i have not been sick in like three years and i think the masks are a big reason of why i haven't been sick in the last 15 months but w- what they said was if you make me wear a mask and it really does work as good as you say that i'm not going to be getting all the germs that i would usually get that my body would be fighting off so that my immune system is actually going to be at a detriment so that when something real comes along it's going to kick my ass <laughs> like that yeah. was an excuse that i heard but i, I don't know it all it, it all kind of feels the same to me nobody wants to be told what to do yep
0: the following is a high five moment from high five casino.com. Welcome
1: to-
2: When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001 and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com/special. That's vant slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. Dude,
0: okay. The next thing up is, oh my gosh, I didn't even put put this on the sheet, Ralph. But the state of Georgia, actually, no, we'll we'll uh, talk about this later. Um, okay, I'm excited. I, yeah, because I just got very hot about it, and I was like, no, let me let let's stay focused here. Um, Chris Paul in the NBA is the MVP of the National Basketball League, and I have put Ralph in a quandary. Right here. I've painted Ralph in a corner because Ralph came on my show on Mad Dog Sports Radio this week and caped for Nikola Jokic while I was defending his Phoenix Suns.
1: Why did I cape for Nikola Jokic? Why? Why? I have no idea, Ralph. Why? I have no idea. Okay, let's go back. Let's go
0: back. (laughs) I told him that Chris Paul (laughs) was, was the MVP. That Chris Paul uh, was the MVP. He's supposed to be a diehard Phoenix Suns fan. He did not stand up for his club. I had to do it. He was like, Nikola Jokic is the MVP. He's got to be the MVP. And I'm like, dude, are you not jerk. watching what Chris Paul is doing?
3: You're We're such watching a
0: jerk. one of the most, <laughs> like his leadership cannot be, there cannot be a point value placed on it. And if you look at the history, Seriously, if you look at the history of MVPs in the in the MB, in the NBA. Nick Wright said it yesterday that that Nikola Jokic would be the worst MVP in since we can remember. Find it in terms of his historical place in the NBA. I'm going to read names Ralph and you tell me where Nikola Jokic stands above him, stands equally or with these players, okay? Giannis, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Jarek Rose, uh, uh, Kobe Bryant, Dirk Nowitzki, Steve Nash. I'm only counting one of Steve Nash's because one of those belongs to Kobe. Uh, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. Allen Iverson, Shaq, Karl Malone, Michael Jordan, David Robinson, Hakeem, Charles Barkley, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. Where does Nikola Jokic fit with those dudes? Does d- does he belong in an NBA historical conversation with any of those guys? He's twenty five. I'm asking,
1: She's does he? Twenty five. I'm Der- telling you, this is how you get 20, there. Rose was twenty two when he won. This is how you get there. This is how you get there. If you don't want Nikola Jokic to win an MVP, stop him. Stop him. Somebody needs to stop him. Who is doing that, George? Why is this year his best field goal percentage ever outside of year two? Why is this year his best year as far as being a passer? Why is this year uh, his best year as a rebounder? Why is he averaging seven more points a game this year than he did last year? How so the hell are you letting him is, get one point four steals a game? So
0: my so my he question shoots eighty
1: six percent from the free throw line and he gets to the free throw line. Ralph,
0: how does this make sense, dude? Is that is that is that we get floored over these Nikola Jokic stats, right? Okay, they look the same as Giannis. They look the same as Le- LeBron James pretty much every year. But 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 now we're fawning over this dude cuz he has an outlier season. Like come on man. Like I think Nikola How Jokic is, is really good. Okay. All
1: right, all right, let's go back to the beginning. I need to go back to the beginning real quick because you you got me so worked up that All right. Back to the beginning. You and I text back and forth that Chris Paul was probably the MVP. To which you answered, "What about Jokic?" I looked up his stats, and I was like, holy shit, maybe I'm wrong. And that's how we got here. You are the one. I didn't know what Nikola Jokic was doing this year. I just knew he was balling out. When I pulled up his stats, I about shit myself. He is Stats don't
0: make you the MVP. There are so many times that the the best purchase stats. Harden would have won two years ago when – Giannis won the first time. If it were all about stats, the, the, the narrative and what's going on this season matters. Your Phoenix Suns, who uh, they lost 39 games last year. They've lost 19 right now. Added one dude and Crowder. Basically. Like, like this is the same team that couldn't make the playoffs last year. And... And as great as Devin Booker is, he can't get him there all by himself. And you okay. add the point guy, and yes, his numbers in terms of... So when you look at him and Jokic, right? Yeah. Their numbers are not the same. And I'm going to be, you know, one hun done about everything. So here are Thanks. his
1: you don't have to convince me. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you something right now, George, while you're talking. That's gonna absolutely like fortify the point that you're making, and it's one of the craziest stats I've ever seen. Open that up on Twitter and let me know what you see. Okay. Because it is. Well, while I put
3: never yeah, seen I have questions so on a couple different Chris topics. Paul, First, um, given them the number of former points. Obama administration officials sorry, are now in the Biden administration, and uh, the president's relatively light schedule. There's a growing perception that this is really just oh. the third term.
0: <laughs> ah, that's funny. Yeah, it's on the background. That's funny. That's funny. Let me turn the audio off on that. That's funny. Okay. Let's Bro, so so here it is here. So you have you have Chris Paul. Averaging 16 points and this is, you know, a situation where the Jokic's numbers are significantly better, but we're not going to sit up here and act like that. That's the only thing that matters that what you have seen in the season. He's the most in terms of players who have made it through this war of attrition. War, war of attrition. And we're talking about Chris Paul. This stat you just sent me. Games with 10-plus assists and zero turnovers by an active player. Chris Paul has 44. The next closest player is Ray John Rondo with 13. I mean, that's like Russell Westbrook's stats (laughs) with triple doubles, man.
1: No, you're right. You're right. I just – I'm going to point one thing out here. This is the thing that that had my jaw on the floor when you – it out and then Nikola Jokic is having an all time year. Nikola Jokic is having th- this year, his statistics this year at age 25 are very similar, I mean eerily similar to when LeBron won the MVP at age 28 with Miami. They're both averaging 26 points a game. Jokic is averaging more rebounds and assists, but the numbers are similar. The, uh, the, um, field goal, the effective field goal percentage is the same. The three point percentage, the only time in his career, LeBron James shot over 40% is the same. It is it is scary how similar LeBron James age 28 season is to Nikola Jokic's age 25 season and you are absolutely right to say Nikola Jokic doesn't belong in the pantheon of all these great names that you've listed out but how do you get in the room George you just okay. got to do it's, the work and he's doing am, the work am, this I,
0: year. am am I being biased because he can't jump and and his athleticism is is low
1: no but don't you think that makes it crazier a little bit yeah
0: yeah like yeah, i guess on some like, level like don't I, don't you think but that- I, but the, so it, it it does make it crazier to me but it also makes me feel like it's it's short it's short-lived because you can only get get away with the lack of athleticism in sports for so long right Are you sure? What if you
1: just that? That's my whole thing. You remember watching our Vita when we were basketball. Is he doing it? He's 25. He's 25. I don't know what to tell you. These are his. There's
0: no way he's able to get these shots off.
1: In maybe, maybe in May, just in May, he has four games over 30 points and he's a center and the center is supposed to be dead no he's not he's their point guard dude he
0: brings the ball up the majority of the time he 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 starts their offense
1: you can't call him no damn center he initiates the offense so He's the, their point guard like he's just this is a but this is another problem so he's a 6 foot 11 slow point guard that nobody can stop so what, and it's almost like every single thing you say all right i have I, he, here's another question for you 2014 NBA draft redraft. Okay? Okay. Who are are you taking first overall? Because you're looking at Andrew Wiggins. Okay, I'm just going to read you the lottery and you tell me if you would go back and take um, (laughs) and take Nikola Jokic who went 41st over any of these players. Supposed to be talking about Chris Paul. But I have Wiggins. Okay, so I'm 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 looking,
0: and in terms of players, so I'm l- l- looking. So w- we got Wiggins, Jabari Parker, Joel Embiid, Aaron Gordon, Dante Exum, Marcus Smart, Julius Randle, Nick Staskas, Noah Vonleh. Good God, Alfred Payton, Doug McDermott, Dario Saric, Zach Levine, and T.J. Warren. Right out of all those mm-hmm. dudes, and out of all those guys, right. Where where, yeah. where was Nurkic drafted?
1: 41st. And if you sort okay. it by win shares alone, he is 20 ahead of the next closest person, which happens to be Clint Capella.
0: <laughs> all right. So out of all those dudes, I would draft... I would draft okay. Nikola Jokic first, even though I think that Joel Embiid is better. And the reason why okay. I would draft him is because availability is more important than talent. And, and all of these guys should be in their seventh season. Joel Embiid is in his fifth season. So, yeah, so, so, yeah, so he's played 449 games compared to Andrew Wiggins, who's played 521. And yeah, yeah, and that's including, no, 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 I'm, so, I'm sorry, I, I, excuse me. Joel Embiid has played 256 games. That is half as many games as Andrew Wiggins. Aaron Gordon has played almost double. Like, so, so, yeah, so I would absolutely choose Jokic second. Then I would choose Zach Levine probably third. And then I would go with Joel Embiid after that because availability matters.
1: Um, would you? Would you at least agree with me on this? No one should be getting shit until after the playoffs. Like this year's MVP has to include the playoffs. It just it has should. to.
0: It should in a shortened shortened season. That that would make sense to me. And it should be Chris Paul. Chris Paul is your MVP. Stop. Stop. I'm hating not going to argue, man. Own,
1: stop hating on your I own don't. team. I you. You find my you can search my tweets for Chris Paul and MVP. You can see what I think. You are not
0: a loyal Phoenix Suns fan. I'm more of a Phoenix oh my Suns God. Fan than you are. So so what? When, so when they go and win the championship, if the if the Lakers are a hurt, just so you know, I pick the Phoenix Suns if the if if the Lakers are a hurt. Just so you
1: know. I want you to put both. I want you to put both hands up here in front of your face so we can see him. And I want you to name five Phoenix Suns. Are you serious? You're already Googling. No, no,
0: I'm I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Booker. Okay. Aiden.
1: Bridges. And Crowder. All right, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. good. Even though you should know who the number one overall pick is and then two all stars. I'm just, I'm just, bro, how would you not think that I would know, not
0: know who the Phoenix Suns r- roster is, bro? Like,
1: come on. Because, because for the entire first half of this season, a debate topic on this very show was. Tell me why I should be watching the Phoenix Suns. That doesn't mean I don't <laughs> you know saying, who
0: is on on the team. And one of the guys I just named on that list from 2014 is on there too, Dario Saric.
1: True, true. Come on, man. I'm just saying you can't – you're going to tell me you're a bigger Phoenix Suns fan than me. That hurts my feelings.
0: <laughs> no, for uh, – I'm just saying I believe in your team more than you do, clearly. So, so that's <laughs> – that's that that's fine, though. So, Phoenix fans... Can I say
1: one thing? It, rem- can I be just a honest Phoenix Suns you. fan for a second? Okay. I think Chris Paul for sure deserves to be in the MVP conversation. But the Phoenix Suns, if you go back and look at their season, they have hit almost every single team in the NBA when their star was out. So, I want to believe I've been burned a lot of times by this team, and I will always root for them. But a lot of these wins came against teams that were shorthanded and ralph so we're going to find
0: out unbeliever and they're getting out of the first round of the playoffs he doesn't believe so i know they will <laughs> um now <laughs> ralph ralph man you can't just sell sell your team out like that bro the following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com welcome
1: to Bird.
2: Terms and conditions apply.
0: Um, okay. So <laughs> now it is time for the best of social media. The best of social media is here.
2: Now. No. 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 Here's the best of social
0: media. <sighs> First thing up, Jen Psaki, White House press secretary. She was th- this was a good one here. She was having none of the troll business. Do we have volume? Oh, I turned it. this clip does not fix it i did okay here i
3: have questions on a couple different topics first um given the number of former obama administration officials that are now in this biden administration and uh the president's relatively light schedule there's a growing perception that this is really just the third term of president obama what do you say to people who say that who were saying that? Who's saying that? You've heard that a lot in the media. Who <clears throat> in the media? Different people. Like, Well, there was lots of questions uh, about when you had Japanese Prime Minister Suga here on the one and only so far in-person bilateral head of state meeting. It was Vice President Kamala Harris who greeted the prime minister and many people found that odd. She's already taking independent one-on-one calls with key allies like Prime Minister Morrison and Justin Trudeau. So, I just want to get your reaction to people who question that. Well, it's hard to react when I don't know what people you're talking about. I will say that the president met with the prime minister as you know and had a full meeting, a full press conference afterwards, and they even shared a meal. So uh, and the president has had dozens of conversations and calls with world leaders, and it should be no surprise that the vice president is also playing an important role engaging with and having discussions with foreign leaders. It, it's-
0: Dude, if that wasn't the definition of per my last email, that was per my last email was was a person.
1: Wait, 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 wait. All right. I hate getting hit with one of those because when Who I wasn't, yeah. That should be, some people are saying, should always be answered with name one. Yeah. Anytime that it's not like my skin gets itchy because you should always, <laughs> you should always be addressing somebody directly because the, the, the motivation comes in. When you say, a lot of people have been saying, or some people have been saying, if they can't name one, then you move on, yeah. right? And the other frustrating thing about that interaction, um, which I wish that she, she, as the press secretary, would have caught, was what was the first question, George? Some people are saying that this is Obama's third term. How do you react to that? That was the first question, right? Yeah. And the second question was, well, Kamala Harris seems to be doing a lot of this work. What do you say to that? George, was Kamala Harris in President Barack Obama's first or second administration? No. Then that's a stupid question. And it does not correlate. It dude, was stupid anyway it, it, because it's not it specific. But yes, like
0: it was a question, hoping that that she answers and saying, "No, this isn't President Obama's third third term." I thought that that was a masterclass
1: in in if per my last email was a person. Per my last email, I've given a few of those, but every time I get one, I'm like, "Damn it!" Like I did the thing. <laughs> I didn't-
0: dude, that that's like the ultimate like. Ugh. Take that, sucker. All right. uh, Speaking of uh, also the best of social media, this is Shohei Ohtani, pitcher, designated hitter for the Angels. We have not seen anything like this. The commentator had it perfect.
2: Tonight. And on the first pitch, a big ball out to right center field. And that one is. Nice call on that one, Karnak. (laughs) You were all over that. With Joey Otani, you'd expect the magical moment all the time. Here's a guy that pitched five innings last night, punched out seven.
0: He pitched the night before, and he's their designated hitter. He's tied for the league in the MLB with 10 home runs right, right now. We have never seen anything like this. It's a damn shame he's playing for the Angels. Because they stink.
1: Uh, I 100% agree with you that we've never seen anything like this on this particular level. There have been a lot of pitchers who rake. My oldest son, George. I don't know if you know this. My oldest son is actually named after a pitcher who, at the time of us trying to come up with a name, uh, was on a Shohei Otani type tear. And that his name is micah owings um he was a pitcher and pinch hitter for the diamondbacks back in the day of course he was on the diamondbacks okay well just here here hear me out so his rookie year was in 2007 um and uh and he went eight and eight as a pitcher uh not the best pitcher in the entire world, but he went eight and eight as a pitcher in 152 innings. Um, And then he won the silver slugger award for, uh, for a pitcher because that season as a hitter, he also in 64 plate appearances, hit four bombs with 15 RBIs and they used him as their pinch hitter. He also batted 333. Yeah. So like and and, and and then he tried to come back as a position player later on in his career. Um and it didn't it didn't really work out. Shohei Otani is doing it over the course of a long period of time. Who knows if 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 we were on our fifth kid right now, we we, we might uh we might have Maybe a, a, a Shohei? young Shohei.
0: Dude, yeah. Dude, this dude is gonna make a freaking mint when it comes to ar- arbitration. Like if if they thought that Mookie Betts getting what $28 million was insane, he, he's gonna get 40 probably. This is this is absolutely silly. <laughs> um, I know I know that this is weird, but we have another baseball moment from the best of social media. And look at this base running. Look at this absolute G base running from uh, glaber torres for the yankees
2: up the middle and knocked down but that's all they'll get now going to third which is not covered is torres heads up base running now he's heading home there's nobody home he scores it's five four astros heads up base running by glaber torres
1: I don't know if we've ever seen this play in the Major League Baseball game because of the
0: shift. Nobody's at home at third. Catcher trying to cover. And then all of a sudden, you can beat the catcher. Unbelievable heads-up play from Torres. He knows nobody's at third. Well, Maldonado, now, now I got a running start.
1: I got you in a foot race. What a great play. You look confused. <laughs> Yeah, that was my first time seeing that. That is I, the the back angle is very helpful to see that there was no one on third, so the catcher was running out. Otherwise, I was like, does he have like Jason kid level vision? <laughs> be able to see that they were kind of like dejected and had bo- body language out in the infield, and that's why he went home. I didn't realize that the catcher had actually home plate and nobody yeah, yeah. had come. To back him up, um, yeah, he went. He went to go cover third important.
0: base in case they threw it over there because he was taking third third base. But then the catcher went too far, and he, you can only run so fast with equipment on. And Glaber Torres was like, "See you, sucker, <laughs> dude." That was
1: yeah, absolutely it, heads up. It was, it, it, and also at the same time they were talking about. I've never seen anything that was that was logical. There's nobody there. <laughs> like run to the base where no nobody one is. is. What what are they going to do about it? Nothing
0: except be look like doofuses. Uh, (laughs) The next thing up is probably the longest torso in America. Look at this torso! What the freaking first!
1: First of all, what are these freaking
0: pants? Who is this man standing next to Trump?
1: That is Greg Kelly, I believe he's like on Newsmax or something. He's he's a conservative news channel anchor, um, fucking which you, can, these, you
0: Dude, like somebody, <laughs> dude, somebody should rip them off of him.
1: Yeah, I guess they're like some high end designer or whatever, and he's been tweeting all day about. He said bugle boy. No, he said bugle boy. Bugle. He Boy's was joking how, because. Oh. Oh okay. He was joking because. I, Yes, they're actually some well-known designer, and they cost like twelve hundred bucks. They're oh. better ways to spend twelve hundred dollars. You can give me the twelve hundred dollars to try to keep my house <laughs> from sliding all the way from Charlotte, North Carolina, into the Atlantic Ocean. Oh my god! I'm mad at people spending twelve hundred dollars on pants today. And that the other thing is, you can't be a news hanger, and you can't be a news anchor pretend to be a news person and hang out with the president. You can't do that. Like, yes, it's just, that it's not. And I know
0: I'm news person.
1: Yeah. I know he's not even trying. I know that they don't even try to pretend that they're nonpartisan or whatever, but it's just, you're not, I'm never going to get that stuff that was drilled into me in, um, in journalism the Cronkite school, school of yeah. journalism. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, and I would, I, you know, if I saw, if I saw Rachel Maddow, you know, playing tennis with Barack Obama, I would be like, come on, what are you doing? Even though I know, like I'd still, with with Barack Obama.
0: (laughs) All right. So, and now it is time for cancel or consequence. You can tell us what what we got on cancel or consequence for today, Ralph.
1: Do we need to cancel, cancel, cancel or is there a justified consequence?
2: Let's find out now.
1: Okay, so th- this is kind of interesting to me. The last couple of days, and we even touched on it, I think, last week in, in a, a Right, certain and Wrong segment on Gannett and their employees. Yeah. Um, you, you're starting to see like an employee uprising. And I think, George, that letting us work from home as a people has empowered us a, a little bit. And, you, and you, I mean, you can call it entitlement. You can call it empowerment or whatever. But it, it's rare that workers willingly surrender conveniences that they've been given correct um so the editor for the washingtonian um and let me see if i can pull her name up real quick because this is this is I, i'm really interested to hear your take on this because you work in a non-traditional environment i work in a non-traditional environment but i've been i've been in an office i'm not you know I'm, I'm no stranger to a cubicle or anything like that. But I guess the Washingtonian has um, a paper, a regular paper, and then they also have um, their online digital space. Uh, and the editor-in-chief of the Washingtonian wrote an op-ed about how she thinks that people need to come back to the office. And her name uh, is Kathy Merrill. She actually inherited the Washington when her father died. Okay. So, she has been running it for years and years and years. She wrote this, um, this editorial and it said, as a CEO, I want my employees to understand the risks of not returning to work in the office. And a part of this op-ed, she said, well, Some employees might like to continue to work from home and pop in only when necessary. That presents uh, uh, executives with a tempting economic option that employees might not like. I estimate that about 20% of every office job is outside one's core responsibilities. It's extra. It involves helping a colleague, mentoring junior people, celebrating someone's birthday, things that drive office culture. If the employee is rarely around to participate in those extras, management has a strong incentive to change their status to contractor. Instead of receiving a that salary, contractors are only paid for the work they do, either hourly or by appropriate output metrics. That would mean not having to pay for health care if you're the employer or a 401k match or their share of FICA and Medicare taxes. Benefits that in her company's case, she says, add up to roughly an extra 15% of your compensation. Yeah. Not to mention the potential savings of reduced office space and extras such as bonuses and parking spaces. So what this woman is saying is, if you don't come back, they will find ways to F you over. And I think she's throwing herself in there, too. Like, if you don't come back and you don't recapture the at-work experience, there's a chance they're going to pull the rug out from it. That's the way that I interpreted it. Do you know how her employees interpreted it, George? Okay, How? F you, we're not publishing today. And they didn't. They took the day off. The whole company took the day off. So the reason that this is in canceling consequence – Right. So the reason that this is in cancel or consequence is George is Kathy Miller uh, is, is, I'm sorry, is Kathy Miller. I'm, I've already screwed up her name. Haven't I? Yes. Kathy Merrill is yeah. Kathy Merrill facing cancellation or is this a consequence for her op-ed? Is it, it, it Does the punishment fit the crime? Because I get what she's saying. I 100% get it. I get it, it feel, but, I,
0: I, but did it did it feel like a veiled threat though?
1: It is it is a veiled threat.
0: Yeah, so so then if if it's a ve- if we're taking it as a veiled threat, then she got consequences. If she was genuinely trying to be uh you know Uh, you know, a good person trying to, then yes, then she, then she got canceled, but that's not what she was trying to do. She was like, listen, I'm gonna let you know up front. This is a bad idea and I'm publishing it. Like it's, it's not like she sent it out on a company wide memo for people to like, here, here's food for thought people. Like I, I want you guys here, blah, blah, blah. But in reality you can figure out different ways to do your company culture With having people come in minimal times in 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 reality, you can a lot of companies are going to be saving tons of overhead. So while that 15 percent is there, you will save thousands of dollars in rent and
1: mortgages every single month. So but if it's your job that one of the biggest issues in corporate America is it's always somebody's job to find out how to save money and that's how you get a kudos that's how you get a a, a bonus that's how you get ahead yeah it's is you try to thinking. find so she gave the game away she's like look if you don't come back into the office and maybe not just at my company but at all these companies they might change you to a contractor status you might have to be responsible for your own insurance when you come into the office here, if 20 percent of your day is spent like dicking around with the person in the cubicle next to you, we're paying you to dick around with the person in the cubicle next to you because it is part of establishing office culture. So yeah, if you're not also, here to do that,
0: like like people are general, like there are some people who that's a good option for. Some people are happier at, at home and more productive. They actually give more people work when they're not at home because all of that damn commute time. Is gone. Yeah. The the, the, I'm, I'm the with stress you. I just, from it is gone. Like-, like like imagine if people got a chance to work from home and their kids were at school. Imagine that. People would be happier, they would be having more sex in the daytime. They would be uh eating a good lunch at home, working on their garden, looking over a nice scenery while they're working seems like a positive work environment to me. So this lady, she just got con- consequences. Not my problem. Not my problem.
1: I just per- I personally feel like people are being too sensitive because you, you should be able to look at something and say that doesn't apply to me. Therefore I'm not going to throw a fit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I like, I look at my kids and I'm like, if I said like, Hey guys, we're demoing parts of this house. So there might be rusty nails all over the place. Please wear some shoes. And they reacted by throwing away all their shoes and saying, you can't tell me to wear shoes if I don't have shoes. And then I'd be like, step on a fucking nail. Then I was trying to help. (laughs) And that's what I feel for this lady. And, 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 you know, I know everybody hates corporate overlords or whatever, but if she's just trying to say like, Hey, you might actually cost yourself in the long run. If you decide to go this route.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not knocking what she said. I'm just saying if they took it as a threat, they were like, you're not going to threat threaten us. So, you know, so they reacted. Um, so, yeah. All right. You guys, that is right or wrong for the day. Make sure that you guys go back and listen to all the previous podcasts. Share with a friend. Tell a friend about it. Peace out. Catch you guys on Monday.
3: Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
2: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.